<laughs> Let me run the intro graphic and then we'll get Do right it. into this. Um, go. And hey, everyone. Happy Friday. Uh, hope you had a good week, good productive week. I know I did. Uh, thank you for coming and watching. This is the Digital Cash Rundown, your trusted source of news, and gossip, or whatever. Maybe I'll get a tagline someday. Today is not that day. You need a tagline? <laughs> I'm joined by the one and only Eleanor Blanc, who has been on a sabbatical, on a leave of absence for a while. Um, Don't call me out. Not so early in the show. <laughs> Well, no, I mean, just saying it's been, been, but people watch the show, they know how long it's been since you've been on. Oh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yes. So, um, before we dive into everything, which, you know, it's going to be lightning, I have a feeling it's going to be kind of lightning round type stuff because Aww. we have some stuff to cover and not Aww. a ton of time to do it because in 51 minutes is when the Zcash podcast starts. And so we got to, got to cram before then. But just to let you guys know, like, comment, share, subscribe, all that cool stuff. Uh, but if you have one of my NFTs, because, you know, we have a, a special guest who's a very big fan of NFTs, uh, you can go to the Digital Cash Rundown channel in my Discord and jump into the Super Chat and then go do stuff like that. And I have um, some other fun surprises and stuff like that. Or you can always go to cointr.ee slash the desert links and leave me a little little comment, a little super chat thing there and if it doesn't go through for whatever reason you can start bitching in the regular live chats and didn't come through and i'll take your word for it you know that's the hack that's how you, you game the system uh, yeah so let's let's dive into had a nice happy start let's let's start it with a, a downer right oops um actually hold on a second uh you want to do some filler talk real quick because i I did the wrong. Hello, everyone. It's been a long time, apparently. I took a break from Pinocchio's show because I ghosted him after I received an NFT that I didn't want. After I didn't claim an NFT that I that I very rudely never, yeah, did anything yeah. To, to work and get. Terrible, terrible me. A, a bad adopter, a bad early adopter. Yet a guest. I'm still here, people. So Joel yeah. still appreciates my presence even though i don't hold the what was it gold nft the gold um, um but joel's like much more adventurous than i i am much more of a grumpy crypto person who's uh, adverse to novelty which is really funny uh in retro you know when you look at it but for some reasons nft just don't stick at me it's just like i see them and it makes me less interested i do want to launch well it's not launch not an nft Everybody hold their horses, but yeah, is this, is this, the, let me stop yeah, you there but, for just a second. But, is this about but, to be the um, I hate NFTs, but please buy mine speech? No, of course not. Are you crazy? I'm never doing um, that. Well, yes, to answer that question, but, yes, I am, but um, no, yeah. not mine. I'm not doing that stuff. Such same thing as crypto canals, probably never. No, actually, I'm gonna say it right now. You can crucify me later. Never gonna be a DAO, never launching a token. And the only NFTs you're going to see coming out from me are pull-ups, which are, you know, the oh. best I can offer. So, yeah. And, and, but we're going to do something, I think, in a couple of months after ETH Dam and all that craziness. But like a crypto salon. Yes, I have that URL. And I think it's really cool. Like a salon for artists to present their art, salon. which you can pay in crypto, not in an NFT. C'est ton salon. A salon, a crypto salon. And we will drink bubbles and have a good time. But that's on a different, that's another planet. So, 
if you people, wanted a filler. people, yes, thank you. You filled it up quite nicely, um, which hopefully go. I'm going to tell a bartender in a few hours. But um, oh, first article, SEC proposes tougher rules as part of its crypto custody crackdown. The new proposals set forth by the Gensler-led Securities and Exchange Commission seek to expand the scope of rules set out by the 2009 custody rules. Now, this is, I'm not going to go too in-depth into like the whole things that it says, but basically they're trying to make all exchanges currently set up the way they are as now not qualified custodians of crypto, sort of. They're proposing to say, no, you got to be special custodians and all this kind of stuff. And currently just a very few entities would actually qualify for that. So basically they're starting to, you know, crack down on the, uh, on the wide range of things in the market and just kind of make, basically they're, they're monopolized. They're starting to create unnatural regu- regulatory monopolies in the market, in my opinion. But I'm sure you have plenty of opinions on this as well, don't you? Me. <laughs> yes. Do I have an opinion? Yes, okay. Let me I'm here to give my opinion. I'm here to say that it's normal that they would come after centralized exchanges. It's mm. nothing really new under the sun. Like always, everybody who's listening to you already knows be your own bank. Don't leave too much on exchanges and it was already like, I think, you know, the moment like decentralized exchanges popped up, everybody was like, oh, my God, this thing that we've wanted for so long now exists. Mm-hmm. And I think any regulatory crackdown is one way to sort of indicate people where to go and, you know, jump faster. Will it slow down adoption? Yes. But no surprise. Yeah, that's that's the thing. I'm, I'm kind of in a two, two thoughts about this, uh, because on the one hand, I, I think that it's not a good idea on like the government's doing something bad here, I think. And not just bad, but unfair. Like they're sort of pushing some things out of our government's fair. We're, we're among, among libertarians here. What are you talking about? Well, listen, (laughs) we should, I don't expect much. (laughs) Yeah. And so there's, that's the one thing on the other, on the other hand, I kind of in a weird twisted way. And I hate to say it in these terms because there's so much, so much that sounds wrong about what I'm saying, which is most of what I say. But like the government is sort of an actor in the free market in that it's kind of like a natural predator out in the jungle, just the apex predator. It's an artificial apex predator, but it does cause everything else to evolve, to survive and become stronger to a certain extent. Or go extinct. It can also Yeah, or go and, yeah. So. It kills. (laughs) The problem, if the government steps in too much and starts doing mm. too many bad things, I think it'll just destroy, maybe not destroy the whole industry, but it'll cause a lot of harm. Of in, the short, in the short term, I think it's, it's kind of a mixed bag. It's, it's causing harm at the same time as it's making DeFi and things like that much more attractive now when people were taking the easy path. Like, I'll just you trust Coinbase with my stuff. I'll just trust, trust FTX, you know, whatever it is. And then that whole thing happens when they should be uh-huh. going towards DeFi. And also, I think that, as we'll discover later, DeFi still is too unworked over. It is because not enough people use it. And the more people need to use it, so it becomes stronger and there aren't, like, so many hacks and exploits and stuff like that. So... That's sort of my hot take on that, you know, screw the SEC. Uh, but also I'm looking forward to the silver lining of this dark storm cloud, which is we go 
closer to Satoshi's vision. Again, sorry for the reference there of uh, <laughs> of crypto. So get it a little sooner. Yeah, I agree with you. And the only thing I would say is, as a as a Swiss person who loves a government that responds to 100,000 signatures and we can pass laws and we can have these debates and we vote four times a year on national and federal and cantonal policies and laws. Mm -hmm. This is not the case. This is just one big top-down weird apex predator who, who, you know, is overly zealous and not, not helping anyone. So yeah. I'm, I'm not really sure what these governments are that we have today. Well, it's interesting as a um, side effect of this, Let's hit on this next one real quick. So Binance mm. CEO, because they just went mm. after BSD. Oh, yeah. He says the crypto industry will probably move to non-dollar stable coins. Changping Zhao, also known as CZ, says the industry may start to use stable coins pegged to the euro, yen, or Singapore dollar following recent actions against the US dollar pegged stable coin BUSD. So I'll let you take your hot take first, and then I'll, I'll swoop in. What I thought, think? hmm, interesting. But until the world falls on its face, it's still going to be the U.S. dollar. Mm. I think it's just it's that's good wishing, you know. Mm. And I'm not really sure I want the whole world to start thinking in you know in yen. I'm not. I. It's political, right? Whatever fiat out there is the apex fiat mm. is 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 by default the the apex uh, globally and economically, politically, whatever. So I think it's gonna, yeah, it's it's good wishing. It's an interesting thing, but it's, it's yeah. I don't think that will do anything. Well, that's also, um, I do. I mean, it'll do some things. The thing is, the there's two kind of observations here. That one that CZ is making is that when it becomes too regulated to do business in the U.S., this entirely global permissionless ecosystem the parts of it that aren't just out there, the parts that are centralized will move to jurisdictions that support them. So stuff like stable coins tends to be way more centralized than other cryptos because of the tie to centralized fiat currency. And so he's, I think he's absolutely right that they, if you can't make us dollar based stable coins without regulators coming after you, but you make a Euro based one and there's fewer, for example, that would shift more into that direction. However, I think, Every stable, every stable coin, every fiat below the rankings from the dollar that it's on, the less important it becomes. Like, let's do an Argentine peso stable coin. No, but it, like, let's see. You don't have, <laughs> let's see if anyone to, wants that. No, but you don't have to go that crazy. It already exists. Stable coins pegged to the euro. I just saw the other day a stable coin pegged to the Swiss franc. Uh huh. Yeah. Who's using them? That's exactly my point. Is to a certain it, extent. It's it will cause migrations to you know, out of the U.S., but also to a greater extent, I think it'll just defeat the whole purpose of stable coins a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't really matter which fiat it's pegged to. It's the only the only thing that's interesting is the stability of it all. Yeah, absolutely, so, and it's yeah. kind of like like the whole you know people complaining about Bitcoin. CZ you know? had to give a quote. Okay, his marketing team was like, CZ, we need to comment on this stuff. We need to come up with something smart. Yeah, and he's sending, like, as much as I don't necessarily think that he's, that's the entirety of the picture, 
he is sending the right signal for someone like him to be sending, which is first off, I don't care. He's saying that this isn't going to hurt them when it is. No. And but also he's he's saying big industry players like us will just do business outside the U.S. Yeah. You're not going to crush innovation. That's kind of what he's no. saying. That um, that I can agree on. That yay, you know. Yeah. Um. Let me just switch to this next one here. Mm. Gotta, which is it's oh, kind of it? sorry. I'm looking at the comments. Yes, oh, uh, Sylvan is a French Canadian, and Sylvain. So he, so he doesn't exactly <laughs> speak French, but he's close enough. Ah. Um, ah. Sorry, <laughs> I didn't want to, to talk talk too much smack on that. Okay, well, this next one, real quick. Uh, breaking or whatever. The SEC sues Doquan and Terraform Labs for fraud. We allege that Terraform and Doquan failed to provide the public with full, fair, and truthful disclosure as required for a host of crypto asset securities, said SEC Chair Gary Gensler. And also in other news, the U.S. Department of Transportation has just uh, raked, has just sued the Titanic for improper safety standards. Oh, dude, that didn't actually happen. But the point is, like, isn't this so late? Like, dude, everyone's moved on. There's another crash, another It scandal. just shows how slow they walk, you know? Yes. It's like, whoa, how many board meetings did that take for that to happen? <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. So, I mean, I don't know if you have any uh, particular hot takes on this because, you know, it's um, it's a little... You know, whatever. Not really, not really. <laughs> I mean, no, no, I don't. Uh, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't have a take. Very sorry for that one. Yeah, I mean, there's not much to really say other than you know they're like really late to the thing. That is something that's kind of important because with the whole FTX thing, and and people talking about like, oh, they're coming after staking, they're coming after library they're coming after all kinds of these projects like that a, a good point i think has been made that the regulators are they're they're i mean people like us might say that they're, they're useless but they're supposed to have a use which is supposed to be to protect the consumer and there's a lot of consumers that were absolutely not protected by them it, it's like you know the cop chasing after the shop owner for the the size of his little sandwich board out yeah, but front. They when, go, so you know, yeah, but it's, so but it's also super political who they decide to go after and who they just let evolve, right? Yeah. So it's very arbitrary. Absolutely. Very, very arbitrary. So I think that's what's, you know, if, if you have someone who's supposed to be a protector in your life, don't you like consistency? Don't you like mm -hmm. someone who's reliable? Don't you like someone who's uh, transparent? And this is the complete opposite. I mean, uh, there's hundreds, hundreds of scams mm -hmm. that are walking around this this earth and that are actual scams. Uh, Luna was something else, yeah. I would argue. Yeah, I would you also know? argue that um, they delivered not... something. It was a functioning yeah. product. It it bugged on their actual like token economics of the whole thing, and we've learned yes. never to do that ever again. But that was not an actual scam. So I would say, like, it's it's in, in yeah. our industry As more usual, than ever, we have to be nuance. careful to what we call a scam. Yeah, but we have to yes. be careful to what we call a scam or not. Yes, I don't think Luna is itself Hex is a scam. scam? <laughs> oh, come on! I got uh, I got in trouble last time over over that one. Did you? No. Yeah, there's a, apparently yeah. 
some subscribers don't agree with us on this, but that's a oh, that's an ongoing following you. That's a listen. I have BSV people following me. I have BCH people. I have a couple of maxis. Not really, because I, I talk so much. But there are a few. I wouldn't say maxis, but Bitcoin first lightning people. But you speak me. your mind, right? Your yeah. your audience does not define your content. Um. Yeah. Not at this. Not at this. Um. Revenue level of the podcast. Maybe. So let's call a scam a scam. Hmm. Yes. So, uh, real quick for the. The super chat, nothing. So Sylvan just come in the super chat because he has one of my NFTs. He's cool. Ah. He just says, "Hey, I'm here now. Not fair under <laughs> Trudeau here." So. Yeah, oh yeah, he's... I feel bad for him. Yeah, but like. Oh my God, Kieran is here. Oh, he is. Oh, I've I've been so busy running the show, I haven't even, you know. Oh my God. He says, well, "You're gonna I get the hexagons." Yes, uh, Kieran. If you ever want to debate people on hex which i know is your favorite pastime i have a discord invite for you just let me know <laughs> okay um yeah uh good times good times and i just we're so old aren't we just old do you feel old sometimes i feel old <laughs> yes we've seen we've seen too much now yeah, we're just will, like yeah uh, crypto old i should say but crypto now it's time old. to hit yeah. on some uh, slightly more positive type things i mean yes but um, some just Polygon stuff. Um, Polygon uh, ecosystem development and the upcoming ZK EVM launch add to Mat at Maddox bullish momentum. Um, so, I mean, that's just like this, the one thing. Um, I have uh, admittedly not had a lot of time to look into the ZK EVM type thing, but I, I mean, I do, as I covered before, I, I read the Justin Bond's Twitter threads about Polygon. Who? Yeah, I don't know. Some, some dude. I don't know like, that. Buzz's hair real short and you know <laughs> looks like he's trying to be in fight club or something no but like <laughs> i'm not being yeah, not being too mean but, but i've read his twitter his twitter threads yes. about like polygon and just like ripping Ooh, on it for security yes and like yeah absolutely there's the contrast it, it there's the duality of the situation is that on the one hand i'm definitely not going to trust polygon with a ton of my resources uh, mm. as at this current stage on the other hand i'm feeling i'm feeling like it it just sort of unlocks the potential what we're seeing right now is the potential of cheap and scalable ethereum where it's just yeah. literally letting the z people like me participate in cool. participate in the eth ecosystem because i'm not going to spend I'm not going to use on-chain ETH probably ever again, or maybe a few years if it, if the fees get below what Bitcoins are today, then maybe, but not really. But so it is very exciting to see all this like cool stuff because once, even if it, it's not the ideal chain for everything to be on, at least if it's out there, then someone can build it the right way and be like, look, just ours is a better way of doing the same things. And um, the problem is I don't really have any, uh, Something to, to mention. I don't want to mention something like Cardano, or they're all gonna swarm me too. But I was um, gonna mention others. I was like, well, Solana could say the same thing about itself. Well, I mean, that argument. That argument. Yeah, but that argument sticks to a lot, right? If you say, well, yeah. it's like Ethereum, but it's cheaper. Yay! It's like there's a lot of things yeah. out there. Well, then Polygon is like Solana that doesn't break. So. Oh, that's a good T-shirt. <laughs> But so this next one here that I thought was interesting, Starbucks Polygon <laughs> NFTs are already selling for thousands. 
from its um Starbucks Who's Odyssey. Doing that? Who degen people are trading those things? Honestly. Listen, did you remember the <laughs> You <Trump>? are. <laughs> no, I wish. But cool. Do you remember the Trump NFTs that were selling? Like yeah, that was I Polygon mean, as well. I know it's part of those things that are in my brain, but you know, there's a lot of trash in my brain. I, I know a lot of things that are not. <laughs> yeah, a lot of things that should not be. Uh, I will not get excited about Starbucks NFTs. I, but... I, I will not. I, I don't know enough about what the NFTs themselves actually deliver, so I won't necessarily get excited about that. I will get excited about when I tell people to buy one of my NFTs, I'm just like, look, Starbucks has theirs and they're being flipped, which by the way, is a fantastic segue into Segway. Segway. Oh <laughs> I was going to these... say, I will support your local barista and coffee place and don't yes. support giants like Starbucks. It's gross. It, so if you go, not even the NFT part, just it's gross. If you want to be a cool oh. cat uh, commenting in the live chats and be in my personal discord, get all the fun how to live on crypto tips and all that kind of stuff. You can go to deathcenter.at slash NFT, which is linked in the description. And I'm selling a bunch of NFTs or shiny little things right now, just on like wearable and OpenSea directly. But maybe I'll do a little like, you know, you can pay directly in your UTXO coin of choice. Oh my God. But yes, you can kind of do that. Um, and then you'll get in and you'll get to. I can't believe you have a gated community now. You're one of the cool kids. Like this open, decentralized place. And no, now we need an NFT to join your Discord. Dope. Yes. Permissionless yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. environment. At some point, I became a capitalist. I don't, I'm not, don't. We're all capitalists. What are you talking about? nonsense. We're like, you know, I, I mean, I own the means of production of this, this podcast and I'm going to charge for it. And mm. <laughs> there you go. Fine. I'll shut up. Yes. Yeah, but I'm a capitalist. Do not treat it. Ain't no communist here. But, but yeah, but also something against gated communities. I'm always like, oh, not yeah, our communities, I mean, not our people a, that you know listen to us and take their, you know, we should pay them. <laughs> they give they give us their precious time listening to us ramble and talk about stuff that they already know and things. And I always feel like this whole monetization of our communities. It's like we sound well, we sound like Facebook. You know, it's like well, what are we doing? Now the thing about monetization monetization of communities is different mm -hmm. from monetization of self and one's scarce time and resources. So whenever you right. charge to do anything with your time, you're right. you're gatekeeping that, you're kind of, you know, gating True. that. And True. so people ask me all the time, How do I live on crypto? How do I do this? How do I do uh. that? And when I have enough little spare time, I answer on Twitter and stuff, but for the most part you know, you send them the, to your video, which has great sponsors. You should yeah. accept sponsors. Unfortunately, no. Oh, then, but then that's that. You see, you sense. reverse the model. No, I'm see <sighs> rather than no. <laughs> I, I sell myself to the every man People. rather than selling myself to specific companies. But it's a it's still fine. We're haggling over the price here. Um, we are. I did get it by the way a super chat <gasps> from one of my NFT holders. Um, let's see, did he? A happy did customer. It, did it? Um, I'm going to go in. back to the free chat. Yes. I'm going so back to the one time, one. <laughs> one time, hi, one time, uh, yeah. says, I don't know much about Hex, but I think it's a transparent and honest, but totally unsustainable financial scheme. I wouldn't say it's an actual scam because it isn't deceptive fraud, but buyer beware. So this is where, like when you're going to be like a, like a journalist or a lawyer or something, this is where you go come over statements, public statements that say it is a scam if it's deceptive. If there's something that was said was untrue or misleading, 
that would make it a scam. If there's something wow. that was said that was not un, that was not that way, that was technically above board, even though it's not a sustainable thing, because like a pyramid scheme isn't necessarily a scam. It's just not a good idea. That's another T-shirt for all hexagons. A pyramid scam is not. That not a scheme. Oh, Freudian it's slip not a there. Scam. Yeah, and, and Sylvan, of course, said, "Yeah, how long it will last? Who knows?" Um, yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a good. At some point, I might <laughs> X video just to like, you know, you annoy everyone. But no, you should. I I never. I personally never did it. Uh, I wish I, I wish I had. Um, but I think that's what we should call out. Like instead of like looking at the SEC, like you know, coming after Luna, big whoop, you know. Like mm. we should, from the inside, call out the things that we know that are unsustainable, that are really weird and scammy, and you know we should warn people. Yes, um, that's and our this, that's our one job. <laughs> and this is an extremely long rabbit hole that I could go down forever, but mm. just to tease it out for maybe I'll talk about it at some point. Uh, a lot of people in the maybe Justin's one of these um, have mentioned have kind of described bitcoin as more the modern day bitcoin i should say as kind of a little bit of a, a pyramid scheme is in because its primary utility i guess would be the price goes up and the price goes up long term only because of new entrance into the system so in that way bitcoin and hex are very similar now what i would argue off just the face again this is not d not deep dive stuff because I will go deep dive before I speak at, at length at this, you know, I need to be educated is that uh, Bitcoin had a lot of use, which gave to its value and Bitcoin today still has a lot of use that maybe it's not the most efficient tool at these things, but there's a lot of use that's not necessarily purely predicated on the technical aspects such as the ability to scale or smart contract ability or whatever. But for example, um, if you would look at my, that's going to be shilled next probably, uh, my new video on how to live on crypto. Uh, and if you look at all like the services and stuff, I talk about all the ways you can do it. Um, probably the easiest coins, like I think it's kind of like a, a dead heat for like just, if you just want to use one coin to get as far as you can, between like Dash One and coin? BTC as far as like all the services that do it. And so, for example, like I use Bitcoin, I use Lightning sometimes. I don't prefer to, but there's some things that only take Litecoin, Lightning, sorry, Litecoin, Freudian slip, same thing, right? Um, there's some things that only take BTC. And so for that, I have it has utility for me. And so I don't know if there's anything that has the same thing with Hex, except for like you get staking reforms and inflation, but then that's predicated on other people coming in and like that gets a little dicier. So that's just like a quick rundown of uh, future. And we'll leave it out there yeah. so that your audience doesn't get too triggered or yourself. Yeah, and... yeah they will. They'll start swearing me. Uh, I have one. Um, yeah. Hey, well, <laughs> they have a couple of cranky people. Um, it's okay to just go. go they, get, they get cranky. Um, here yeah. we go. Let's hit the news right here. Um, on DeFi protocol, Platypus suffers $8.5 million flash yeah. loan attack. Suspect identified. Yeah. Um, and this is always going to happen. Um, yeah. 
Well, not always. It can happen. These vulnerabilities exist and we're still super, I mean, this is going to sound like an old song right now, but you know, it's still early and it's really hard to get all your code reviewed. And sometimes there's that one vulnerability you didn't see. Always make sure that you have, you know, bounties. And I'm glad that they're reaching out to this person. Might be a white hacker. You never know. They might come around and be like, okay, it's fine. And it's just a very, 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 very expensive mistake. Or, and I'm not familiar with the team, this was completely rubbish code and they got, you know, owned because they pushed something that should not have gone live and they were not audited and they didn't put the necessary measures before. And, you know, so I, I can talk about the review of the team, but it yeah. sucks. They got punt. Um, huh. One thing that's interesting though, this guy, um, Zach XBT, which I pulled up the tweet from him. Um, mm. He found the guy who allegedly did it. And he did some fantastic deep diving journalistic work for someone with like a weird little like penguin drawing for a profile picture. Um, and I, I think that that's, that's like the wonderful thing about like crypto and also social media is you can have some like rando, just some dude. I don't know if he's a rando, but like some person who decides to get good at this and he just does combs through all the information find some stuff out perfect citizen journalism right there uh and for example one thing i love about twitter is i can search it i can query people's public statements really easily and it just it's all that way at this date you said this and that and blah 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 and then they rush to delete the tweets but i already got them right uh but then also because of like the blockchain and blockchain movements you see things come in and out and you're like ah oh, you, you know pinpoint these figure this out and uh even if you have a, an opaque blockchain, even if you have something that's encrypted and stuff like that, you there's still stuff you can do to, you know, figure stuff out, right? You can still see like, oh, a bunch of money went into the shielded, all this money went into the shielded pool that was hacked. And then like the next day, the same amount of money gets spent at this something that accepts as moved to an exchange in this amount of a relatively illiquid <laughs> coin it's like okay even though you couldn't trace the blockchain you can still figure it out so it's a it's very entertaining to see this kind of stuff entertaining and yet i spent i came back from a court house this week so yes it's entertaining and then yeah. sometimes it gets super dicey can i talk about it yes I think that's the next hard. one let me that's actually yeah. the next tab let me pull it it's up on so the screen important. It's so uh, tornado important. cash developer Alexi yeah. Pertsev yeah. to remain in jail, custody yeah. extended by three months. As per Dutch law, a person can be held in custody up to 110 days without being formally charged in a criminal activity. We're way past so, that, by the way. Yes. 10th of August. He's been in prison since the 10th of August. So what is the, according to just what I, I just read off right there, how is that mm -hmm. possible? How is it possible that, like, have there not been lawsuits against them saying this, you're breaking the law by holding him without charging him? No, because basically it's not about charging him. It's about not giving him a hearing. Mm. And they're good at that. They have been giving him hearings. So we had his second hearing this week. They're called pro mm. forma. So it's not the actual trial. And what's at stake is not... Um, it's basically they're saying we have to keep you under custody. We're still investigating you. Um, and because this is such an important, like, high-profile case, 
um, the, the what is at stake is if he's allowed to go home on house arrest or not. And basically, the prosecution makes, you know, gives a couple of arguments and then says, no, you're, you are a flight risk. Um, although, so the big difference with this hearing versus the one that we had a couple of months ago in November is that in November, the work that he had secured was headquartered not in the EU, but in Asia. It doesn't mm. matter. He's a smart contract developer, right? But the prosecution's yeah. going to like find like that little thing and be like, uh-uh, it's not a Dutch company. He's going to flee. Look at this. He like, and like same thing this time. This time it was another job, but they were like even asking like, how did you get this job? Like you're in prison. Like, but there he can communicate with the outside world. He can talk with, to his lawyer, to his wife. He can receive mail. Um, and, and he was hired. And it, it, it's almost like it annoys them that he could, you know, continue his life. Like it's petty. It's at this point, it's petty. Um, yeah. And basically, he is still considered a flight risk, and therefore they're keeping him. Yeah, that's the thing. That's it's an unfortunate thing. There's a couple a couple thoughts on this thing. Of course, first off, there's something clearly wrong with the justice system, and it's it's clearly not a U.S. thing purely. If this could happen in, it's not. You know. Netherlands as well. This is like this is the kind of like part of me always wished. Oh, it's just like this is stuff that we have to deal with. But now the whole world has to deal with this stuff. It's um, different. I have to also say that it's different. It's not. Um, this is the the fiat who's coming after. Basically, the the fiscal um, mm -hmm. police arm of the Netherlands, um, and for them, it's about money laundering. Right. We're here. The debate is not about code. Uh, code in the Netherlands is not considered free speech, by the way. So it's not. We haven't gone through the same, you know, debates and 80s and 90s court cases here. So it's just not the same. Mm -hmm. And here what they're coming after him is money laundering. And we have one of the most encompassing uh, regulatory framework around money laundering. So it's not even the it's not even the action of money laundering. It's being aware of money laundering happening. Mm. So. That's where we sit right now. And there's no habeas corpus in the Netherlands either. So this is why this crazy situation can happen. Um, and it's yeah. heart-wrenching. It's one thing to read the news, really. I have to say, like, I have to stress that. It's one thing to read the news and see these awful things happening to people. And, you know, there, there's different developers or different cases that we've seen throughout the years where, you know, it's, it's awful or whistleblowers and, you know, you feel from afar. Uh, but I, I, it... Yeah, here it, it hits me personally as well. Um, you know, the Netherlands are this place who have this sort of uh, hypocritical stance right now where they're like, we want to have developers and we want to create innovation and we're here to support the crypto blockchain ecosystem and we do this and yeah. that. And then devs are now terrified. <laughs> they don't know what are, what are the consequences of them working on these technologies today so it's it's very weird uh the 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 sentiment that this is creating and obviously it's in that spirit that i'm organizing eth dam it's it's very much linked and why i'm dedicating it to privacy and to alex it's because i'm trying to make a stance here i'm not sure that a conference a two-day conference hackathon will change anything but still it's telling them hey look at all these people that are working on this and if you don't embrace them, they'll just go dark. You'll yeah. just lose them as valuable members of your of your economic, um, yeah, 
tissue. They're just they'll just go dark. It doesn't mean they'll disappear from the Netherlands, but they'll go dark. Another possibility is that just it just dies. I, I came back from that court case uh, on Wednesday and I told Justin, let's just let's go. <laughs> let's go. Yeah, let's go. This this is this is awful. No, let's go. Like this is an awful country. Let's move. Let's get out of here. Because even though we're not developers and I'm not working on something like Tornado Cash, what is this place? Yeah. I'm giving I'm giving them my money. I'm paying taxes here. For what? Yeah. For this enforcement? Makes me want to change the law. <laughs> of course. And that's one of those weird, sad realities. This is getting a little little off purely crypto topics, I guess, but like about uh, the if we think about it, the entire planet pretty much the entirety of the planet is owned by a government of some sort and you can't really get away from them this situation where you're seeking justice at this point probably the most justice that you would want to get is probably from the developed world but the developed world won't give you this justice you're seeking either right this is kind of like freedom and rights and all this kind of stuff I mean, the idea was at first some country like the U.S. would be able to provide that. That's not really the case in a lot of cases anymore. And then the the rest of like you know Western Europe, parts of parts of Asia, and like Australia and stuff like that. You think that that's those places are the places that respect, but now those places no, are. We saw, we are saw it with of, COVID. Australia yeah. was awful. Canada was worse. And those were places we looked up to as, you know, yes. European old world people were like, those are land of the free. And then you're like, whoa, absolutely not. So and now I will, what? I will throw uh, an anti. Our, yeah. Some I will of throw... our friends have moved to Asia. They're like in countries like Vietnam and they say, well, you know, it's corrupted, mm-hmm. but at least we're free. It's a very big conversation that we have a lot uh, around us. And it's yeah. maybe Vietnam then, a communist country that has more freedom somehow. Then... Yeah, the thing about that, though, is and I am the the child of expats. And right. I know this, the situation is, first off, you go to a cheaper country with a much less, I guess, strong government. It doesn't mean it's a better one, but it's a less strong. And then you mm-hmm. go there and you're like, well, I can live better because mostly I get left alone. The government isn't as everywhere there. Right. The problem right. is that that's also... it's higher risk at the same time. I mean, if you live in the developed world or as they call it, right? The first world, whatever you're, you have more certainty of limits on your freedom, but more, but the, it's a narrower, a narrower kind of, um, range. Whereas you could lose something like, for example, the, the ranch I grew up on in the North of Mexico, my grandfather did not maintain it because, after he bought it, there was an expropriation law that was put in into place where the the peasants could turn it into an ejido. They could, if if it got too nice looking, they could tell the government, "We want that to be the people's land, a collectively managed thing," and wow. they could just take it away. And so he just neglected the property because of that. And and that's like it, the law could change. You're done. Like things mm-hmm. tyranny grow, comes more gradually in these kinds of countries. But that's the thing. It's like. That's why I'm where I'm at. I believe a project like the Free State Project is at least an idea that you can like, it's still unfortunately under this, you know, U.S. state system. Right, where right. There's still federal officials. There's still stuff like that. It's not perfect, mm-hmm. but I think starting to create an independence 
is the only way to go where you can say this country is this land this land is my land this land was made for you and me right it's not it's not for it's it's not for like the one world government kind of thing which doesn't it's not really one world government but there is a lot of like collusion between all the top governments as far as things like that for sure and so that's kind of part of what crypto is like if i i want to use stuff that's not run by any government and i want to do everything that's as independent as possible because then slowly no, we start agree. to, to bring I, something good out of you know i agree with you you know that you're like on my in my brain you're like there's always new hampshire to save us all and and mm -hmm. you're out there pioneering and then another part of me is like, well, maybe I stay here a little bit longer and we fight a bit more here. It's this weird toy. Because if, if if we all go, if all libertarians and all crypto people and all the world, we all move to New Hampshire. I'm not sure. Yeah. Don't we have I to mean, like also all stay where we are and defend our turf and, 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 and make a stance wherever we are? And, and, I, and I'm very aware that I can speak and have a loud mouth because many people can't. Right? Yeah. So it's like, you know, I don't know. I don't I have the answers. I don't. I, my, I don't have the answer. I have an answer, but it's not necessarily the answer. Just the best mm. I can come up with is I do think that you need to win somewhere. And once you win somewhere, you show what winning looks like. And it's kind of like sort of the American tradition was to start freedom, to start to show that you can have something better. And then the rest of the world, people will be inspired and copy that and then do something. And I think that that's had a great effect, but now, unfortunately it's time to do it again, right? It's time to set an example again. And unfortunately, I also don't think that violent revolution is a very effective thing today. It's very, I think there's much better ways of doing that. And that's why I want a nonviolent revolution. I want to just obsolete the system, just grow fat, outgrow the system and We'll see. We'll see where that goes. One thing at a time. Do you know what's behind me? Did I ever mention to you what's on my wall? Those Paint. are the 95. Well, okay. Good, Joel. Okay, One point for that. <laughs> Those are the 95 theses of, uh, of Luther. Yeah. And every time I'm in crypto, it's so funny how that example keeps being so relevant. And I'm not sure who's our Luther. And I'm not sure which church we're going to plaster a 95 thesis on, you know, what crypto should be and what we're departing from fiat. But it just, it, it, it comes back so often. And I'm not sure there's something with a peaceful. I'm not mm. sure. I For think... any change to happen, there is some form of violence. It doesn't have to be a physical violence. Yeah, there's conflict. Right, there's conflict and there, there's a rupture. And there's also there's those who have and have nots, and it, it usually comes from those who have. It's it the, mm -hmm. the the French Revolution didn't come from the peasants; it came from the bourgeoisie, who was like enough, you enough know, of funny the thing. Is uh, so that was in France. That was also in the U.S. Mexico was a peasant revolution. There was some bourgeoisie there, mm -hmm. but it was it was largely the Z people, you know, the peasants. And a real bottom up revolution. Yes. And that's w one reason why even like Mexico had one party rule for 90 something years in the 20th century. And okay. at, at some point they, they assassinated a dangerous political candidate. And because of that, the people got so mad that they had to allow the next election to be free and fair because they were Mexico has a history of peasant uprisings of like the, hmm. 
the low, you know, the low class people getting upset and coming and burning everything, you know, so even the dictators know they can only push things so far. So that's a, that, but that's a fascinating discussion for another day. Okay. Real quick, yes, everyone, sorry. if you need a last minute super chat in, cram yeah. that in real quick because we're going to talk about part of the solution, right? Which <laughs> is. Sorry, but Eth Kevin's Dam. really funny. No, okay. Eat them totally, but like there's a funny Kevin in your, in the chat here. Yes. My living room was clean once, but it belongs to the people now. I thought that was a really funny one. <laughs> yeah. And He's something. A good Something staple to Craig Wright would be nice. Oh my god! <laughs> Ensued before you approached the guy, but that's that's really funny. Yes, Kevin is yes. a very he's yeah. a very funny guy, and I've known him for a long time. He's always this quick. It's not just funny; it's just the quick, quick Witty. wit. You know, not Witty. everyone has a quick wit. No, it's yeah. good. So, uh, so okay, shill your eat down here. Shill my eat down. Okay, I am organizing Eat Dam in the spirit of Def Connect, which happened last year, and where I organized Eat Day and DeFi Day, but. ETHAM is a two-day conference hackathon to gather the best privacy and DeFi builders in Amsterdam. So yeah, I'm very excited. It's super fun. Mm. Uh, love organizing these big conference hackathons events. Um, just onboarded One Inch as our BFF and Sysmo as our friend. So it's it's going, it's happening. If you want more information, it's everything under ethdam.com. I've started announcing speakers as well and mentors. So. May yeah. 2021st, Amsterdam. That would be, I mean, I, I highly doubt I'd be able to make that, but I I, I would give a couple percent chance. We'll see. I, I would love I, to. I invited, I I invited Naomi as well. So maybe you guys can have a little like Oof. delegation coming. Yes. Um, and also, the, you know, do you, do you remember our chat earlier about like a women only LinkedIn or whatever? Well, it is kind of refreshing on a s side note. The dream team here is. There's only it's only twenty five percent male, so that's always nice to to see as a Sorry, change. Sorry, what's what's twenty five percent on the ETH oh, the, the, the dream team? <laughs> so yes, uh, Federico is only there as our token representation to have like <laughs> minimum male representation. Yes, he's the token. Dude. <laughs> we joke about it. He knows about it. He, 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 yeah, but he funny. looks like I mean I don't know him, but he looks like a ladies' maid. Looks like he's not bothered by that at all. You know? no, no, he's great. No, he's great. I couldn't be able to do this without Nicoletta, Alina, Sterling, Federico. Yeah, I am not a one-woman show anymore, Joel. Mm -hmm. I have graduated in my you know spare time last year, um, and uh, yeah, it's really cool. It's really fun, and uh, it's it's a really exciting event to organize, and of course, to bring privacy more at the center of everything that we're doing, and. Uh, yeah, if we have to do, if we're trying to do something better than cash, we need privacy. <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, <laughs> which by the whatever, way, whatever, whatever that means, whatever. Which, there's so many different ways of doing it, but we need to figure it out. So. Which, by the way, um, what's his name? Um, the Zcash podcast is in five, six or so minutes. So, speaking you can of tell privacy, them about it. I have yes. been in chat with them. Some of them nice. might join us as well. So it's that would be exciting. nice. Um, and before we run to the last little bit, I should point out. Yes. Um. Kevin's response to our compliments on his wit. He says, thanks. I want to be a perspiration to the masses. Okay. Always with a quip. Yeah. Fun, with a fun quip. crowd. Fun crowd you have following you. It's very yes. nice. So here we go. Uh, it was going to be Monday, but it turned out to be Wednesday. I finally released and uploaded How to Live on Crypto, updated for yeah. 2023. And it's, I, I like it. It was a lot yeah, of work for for a 20 yeah. some minute video, it was a lot of work to, to do. 
and it's yeah. I'm still not 100% satisfied in the all the production and stuff, but I'll make it. Be- I'll, it'll be better next time. It's but it's good enough. I'm happy with it. Um, go watch it. You should it. put the links. I know you put some links underneath. You should put more links, like everything. What you What about mentioned. a desert links? Um, but yeah, so it is down there. By the way, there's the how to live on crypto stuff. Um, I I got to get everything fake, but decenter.net slash crypto dash services is going to be your lifeline for a while. It's in it's linked nice. in the description, but it's literally, it's just a sortable directory. So nice. for example, if you want to find out if what you can pay with Bitcoin cash in Europe, it'll find like all this, well, obviously Europe isn't homogenous, but I know a lot of these bill pay types services do cover a lot of like, like Europe is kind of more central, like they, you pay it in most of Europe. Um, so for example, um, swap in is a great bill pay service that lets you pay your bills with a lot of different cryptos all over Europe and then places in Africa and Asia, just not the U S and Canada and those places. Um, but yeah, so start living on crypto a little bit, at least start using it here and there. Um, start, you know, why don't you just get a little bit of polygon and buy a nice NFT that gets no, you don't into do the- that. Well, don't, absolutely. God damn it, Joel. No, just pay your people in crypto and yeah. pay as much as you pay you can in crypto. Yeah. This well, was awesome. The- Thank you so much for having me on. Enjoy your Zcash podcast. Say hi to Ian for me. Um, hi to Ian. And just, hi to Ian. And yeah, just it was so fun. So yes. Thank you for having me, Joel. Yes, really? no problem. You know, likewise, um, the Zcash podcast is every third Friday, and nice. the Dash podcast is every fourth Friday. But the first and the second Friday of the month, there's not this hard out after an hour. So if you ever want to come on, it's spend like an hour forty minutes or something until our audience is like, "Well, I'm leaving." Yeah, then this is like too much. Those are the but... weeks to those are the weeks to schedule, which I had I had intended for last week. But I know. know I'm sorry, my mom it's was okay. in town too. Yeah, how dare you? How dare her? I know. Her. How dare I have like yeah, you know, family? Tell her um... she's an attack on Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in, I'm glad you're doing these separate podcasts. I think that's super cool to have like more. And I mean, you're always on Dash, but it's cool that you're doing all this variety of shows. And, yes, like, I'm a man of variety, right. especially, you know, Polygon, because you'd be used to purchase I, NFTs. And, gosh. Uh, okay, really quick, <laughs> show your social media <laughs> followers. You already, you already showed ETH, damn. What's your yeah. social media? Crypto Canal. At Crypto Canal. Find me at Block Blank. Block Blanc. It's easy. Block Blanc. Block Blanc. Okay. Find me there. Uh, but yeah, mm. like once again, thank you so much for having me, Joel. Always so nice to catch up with you. Um, yeah, keep it up. Absolutely. Really good video, putting that and how to use crypto and everything. Really cool. Keep yeah, keep that fight. Less Absolutely. of the NFT polygon thingy, but it's okay. You're yeah, it's different. okay. I'm listen. I'm it balances of, everyone out. knows I'm ahead of the curve. You just so don't know ahead. it yet. You're All right. So ahead. Everyone, <laughs> thanks. Have a great weekend, unless you're an enemy of freedom, which case have a have a kind of mediocre <laughs> weekend. But uh, watch the Zcash podcast next, or just go to dinner, whatever you want to do. Uh, bye, everyone. I'll see you in a few minutes or next week. Bye, bye.